In a world constructed from books and thoughts restricted only by our collective imaginations, a group of friends gather together to warp reality, living out our wildest dreams, putting on weird voices and pretending to be fantastical creatures like elves and wizards, all within the confines of a single room. That's right, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and this is plus three to friendship. Enjoy the show! Welcome back, everyone, to plus three to friendship. Uh, once again, entering the world of fantasy at the... Uh, speed of our own imagination. Do you guys want to also just give a brief overview of your guys' characters? Oh or God, would yes. you prefer to do that through story? I'd, I'd love to talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first, Josh? Sure. Uh, Can I hello. get a roll for that? Oh, what? Oh, are we doing a, a higher low? <laughs> Are we doing a roll-off? Yeah, you can go first. Yeah, I can go keep muted and roll. Yeah, but you got high forfeit. <laughs> yes. uh, hello, all you lovely listeners out there. All four or five of you. <laughs> and Alice. Um, and Alice. Uh, my name's Josh. I am playing a wild magic barbarian, and his name is... Time to look. <laughs> uh, Oliver Twisted. Uh, friends call him Olive. Um, pretty chill dude, except for when he's not. Um, just a little backstory. His his uh, his village and people were cursed by Baba Yaga, uh, and they turned all of his buddies and friends and family into talking chickens. Um, and you might see meet his cousin Pip, who likes to nest in his beard. Yep. Blood relation. And that's me. Thanks. <laughs> uh, most excellent. Uh, I'm Leo. I'm playing Pastor Christopher Younghusband. Uh, he is a man of the cloth, worshiper and uh, priest of Palor, the, the Sun Father, and. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Christopher is uh, a married man. He's married to a woman named Sarah, and he has one beautiful daughter named Sarah Jr. And uh, but he hasn't talked to him in a while. Um, they're kind of off doing their own thing because um, they got a little freaked out when uh, when Pastor Christopher Young husband started speaking to angels that only he could see, uh, and they whisper the secret of God. Um, through his teeth, and they sing hems through his skull. And um, he, <laughs> they've, they've instructed him that he must he must take a pilgrimage to this land, and that he would seek out the help of of um, some powerful warriors that um, would help him in uh, his unknown quest. Um, yeah, I mean, that's sort of the long and short of Christopher Young Husband. Uh, mechanically speaking, he's a celestial warlock. Um, we'll, we'll kind of see what that means later. Uh, and we didn't mention it yet, but we've got some new faces, some new voices here, which is super exciting. 
And um, we're all very, very happy to welcome to the table Estelle and Riley. Hello. Hello. Right on. What are you guys playing? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm playing Lorello. Lorello's uh, he's a moon druid, a wood elf, not a hippie though. You know, likes to uh, tramp around and go hunting. You know, spends his time when not in the woods in town, sticking his nose in things. <laughs> Still kind of feeling out the character, but uh, carries a longbow. He's got a big wine stain on his face <laughs> over one of his eyes like a dog with oh, a spot okay. yeah, 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 yeah. and uh oh, okay. that manifests <laughs> and that manifests when he changes into animals so, ah, so he carries it kick over. Him out yeah beautiful Love it. all right i'm playing a uh, coot nightjar but you can call her little coot she is a rogue scout and she's a creep that's all you need to know <laughs> Creep. <laughs> and if I recall, you guys had Sneed Norvis had brought back supplies, <laughs> and you guys were going to crash at the keep, and then in the morning start to set out for Greenmire as well. Correct. And if I also remember correctly, Christopher, you would have had pen and ink for that map that was displayed on a large table. I I do, and I like I jotted down um, a rough sketch of it. Um, I wanted to do like something more crazy with like a the the hand being an actual hand with some blood coming out of it that would form like the river and uh, and like angels and stuff all around it. But I didn't because I I don't have that sort of artistic ability. <laughs> so I just did a rough sketch. Um, but you can imagine that maybe maybe um, I drew the island like a, a hand that is bleeding from its um, its palm. Oh, like a stigmata yeah. in the palm. Yeah, I exactly. Like a stigmata hand in the river forms uh, the hand. But this is actually what I drew, which is not great. <laughs> I can see like it. I can a see it. Tropical or it looks pretty close. Temperate? Um, I would say it's arboreal. Arboreal. Mm. Which I couldn't tell you what that means. I just yeah, could you tell me? Cause, uh... I think it's like subalpine forest land. Okay. Not tundra. Maybe you would say like, no, I'm not going to accidentally say where we live again. <laughs> i got to be careful about that. <laughs> we live in Pensacola. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. Yeah, throw him <laughs> off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all like the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Opposite. Whatever that is. Aleppo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Imagine Baghdad. The shattered waste. <laughs> um, it is very much a temperate forest in some areas. Um, well, since you've not seen the map, we can do this real quick. So this is where... I wish I had a projector. I don't wish I had a projector. Leo, I wish you had a projector. I do. It's up on that shelf up there, but I'm not getting into that. Then I wish for nothing. <laughs> all is well. Um, so they basically Olive and Christopher sailed into Maelstrom Keep down here. Uh, the Greenmire is up to the north along the river, but there's swampland, vast forests, um, plains, some desert, and some newly uplifted mountain ranges that are, for one reason or another, have sprung up. Some raw mountains. 
and just so you can see this. Is that thing. recent news, these uh, Trident Mountains? The Trident Mountains would be uh, pretty normal. It's the rift basically cut off this part of the island beyond this canyon, and it's basically exposed to the elements. Uh, topsoil is blown away, and it's turned into a desert zone. Um, so the rift basically is more recent, but nobody alive on the cheerless isle would have been present for mm -hmm. it. But it would be recent enough that it would be in, like, history books as a grand event. Word. Sick. Going away again. It's tight. Okay. Um, so you guys are... Let me do it's AM. You guys are waking up. Pip is still with you. Sneed Norvis is with you. You guys are ready Pip to Pip times set. two. Pip the human. Pip the chick. <laughs> That's yeah. how I remember. Pip, Pip the humans are the cabin boy who who uh, jumped ship to join our ranks, right? Yes. Uh, very very much someone who gets very seasick and was kind of... Cousin? No. Uh, <laughs> he has Pip the chicken is, oh. his, is his cousin. This is... I instantly named my bird... The same name as an NPC within like five minutes of meeting the NPC. Yeah, the first NPC, you're like, that's my bird's name. <laughs> I mean, uh, cousin. It. <laughs> it's it's working out great so far, and and uh, it's not sarcasm. I, I actually really like it because I like Pip the human, Pip the chick. Yeah, human's like a Marvel character, right? Wait, what? Oh, I was thinking like Finn the human from oh. Adventure uh, Time. I could be wrong. I don't watch that much of Marvel. I'm out of the loop. Yes, he's from Marvel. There, solved. Um, <laughs> so basically, Pip, yeah, Pip was basically the ship's kind of whipping boy for everything. Ran around, uh, very much dreaded the Maw. The Maw was this great whirlpool that basically the captain uses to coast about on the upper spin part of it to basically shoot the boat off with more speed than a sail would give him. Um, Pip especially hated this and got seasick, so he basically snuck in with the other adventurers as they left the ship, and then has since then bonded with he all just of appeared. <laughs> yes, he did. Sometimes he started following us. Yes, um, he is very much charmed because you guys were much nicer than anyone else has been to him. Everyone else kind of just you just knocked him around or cursed at him. Yeah, we're so. nice men. Super nice. I'm an elf. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Elves are fine. Well, we we are. Yeah, you guys are fine. You guys are fine. <clears throat> I'm not here. I don't know the elf yet. I mean, he could be nice. Not with my charisma. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So you guys, you guys are stocked up, torches, all of the supplies you would need, and basically what's in an adventurer's pack. Leah's bought rope. Fifty feet. Yeah, fifty feet. You need a decent amount of rope. You didn't take anything because... Oh, you took some torches. That's all I need. Yeah. Just me and my great cock, a.k.a. Axe. Yep. Oh, do name. you want to explain your charm-infested... <laughs> well, every time uh, Oliver goes to a new town, he gets a little charm, and he puts it on his battle axe. Oh. <laughs> so it's really, like, grown in weight it's and like, size. It's you're just, like, your stealth checks are shit. Cause you're like, like, I have a good stealth, but <laughs> my axe is very loud. It's kind of like a flail and an axe Yeah, you, one. you, you like hear me coming. Some shrapnel. That's for sure. Um, okay, so you guys are ready to head out of town. Um, 
in the interest of time, Oof. I'm not going to walk you through the market past the stalls. That would all have been taken care of. Um, are you guys okay with just yeah skipping to outside the city gate? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'm not going to show you the map. You're going to operate off the map. Okay. Um, you've got multiple options for how to go wherever you're going. Uh, Commander Bartok would have been kind of pointing you to going to the town of Greenmire, specifically, uh, with the idea that they don't have enough information and reports of what's going on there beyond they've gotten a report that overnight, children of the town have all kind of vanished. Doors were not unlocked, no forceful entry, and no one's really aware of this until the morning when they wake up and kind of see that beds are empty and nothing else seems kind of awry. Hmm. Perfect. Well then, uh, Olive. Christopher. I believe we should make our way to Greenmire. Ugh, I can't wait. According to my rough sketch map, uh, we could either cross the river here or up the road a ways, where the you, two old towers are. You made this? Yeah, it's, um... This is beautiful. It's something, isn't it? It's... <laughs> All those years working in the scribatory Your really ability is quite amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And Pip's sort of peeking between your guys' elbows and trying to, like, peek in. I believe we should leave it up to Pip to decide which way we go. Yeah, Pip. Which which way? And I'm like, which peer, Pip? I'm peering into your beard <laughs> at this point. You know the one. Uh, the bird points towards the right direction. Right the direction or right we correct take, direction? We take the right road. <laughs> so we take the correct direction. <laughs> the right road is a great choice. Okay. Um, so you're basically crossing at the fort here. As you cross, there's the same... You know, you can still see these giant towers that sort of line the riverway. Um, it'd be fairly safely traveled coming north up to Greenmire. That is where uh, basically the Imperial troops are still marching and patrol through this area. They didn't go so far east, but they at least patrol the Greenmire since that is sort of their grain and food capital. Hmm. Um, and it would probably take you most of the day to actually get to Greenmire. Um, so... I think see. the whole time we're doing this, like, uh, Olive is definitely, like, shaking his, his battle axe the whole time. And Pip's lagging a bit behind as you've kind of turned him into your baggage carrier. Hey, this keeps the bears away. I don't know if you ever learned this trick, Christopher. <laughs> my, uh, my cousin Pip actually taught me. Um, Chirp. <laughs> well, let's be sure to keep you up front to keep any uh, Absolutely. bears from our path. It's my favorite place to be. Perfect. So as you're kind of traveling up north along the river, it's kind of, you just see rolling green hills, and the farther away from the river you see, you see it just kind of slips into more of a grassland. Some woods, you see the mountains off in the distance. But you notice that along the river itself, everything is very lush, very fertile ground. So you see a lot of farmland. Um, but the curious thing is you start to notice it's not just, you know, farmers working in fields. There seem to be... Some that are not facing inward the field, not not sowing crops, not doing anything. They very much are on guard and kind of looking outward and keeping watch. And you would see that kind of as you're traveling along this road as well. Hmm. Um, and as you kind of keep traveling, let's say you're 
I like your map better than mine. Um, <laughs> you, you're probably still... Makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just unveil it. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll use both. Um, so as you're going up there... Uh, as you're going up there, you're starting to hear kind of an odd sound. And it kind of like weirdly is permeating the air like you... But, like, it's weird because you can't get, like, a sense of direction from it. It just sort of rings around you. And it's weird because it shouldn't. You're not in a canyon or anything, but there's this very audible, odd sound. Who goes there? Is that you, Tony? Do you come with a message for me? As I'm, like, looking up at the sky. Will one or both of you give me a perception check? Okay. Oh, um, 19. 21. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's goes the good roll. <laughs> you have a very good sense that it's coming not from the river, not from behind or in front, but directly to your right. It's coming from the right, I think, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I too believe it's coming from the right. I'm going to head in that direction. Okay, so you're off the road heading... A little bit into the grasslands off towards the woods. Yeah, obviously, like, you know, jingling my charms Mm -hmm. to keep the bears away. I'll keep you safe, Chris. And you're good whenever you want. What you doing, stranger? (laughs) (laughs) Who who goes there? Who are you? You look immediately behind you, and (laughs) and then you look down, because you realize (laughs) this person is four feet tall. (laughs) Shit. There's a hood pulled up over their head, and you see a glint of yellow from their, underneath their hood. But otherwise, they're dressed in mottled, kind of a uh, ghillie suit style, short cape, half cape, and then like tight leather bindings on their arms and feet. Is that like, leather? It's got a bandit! <laughs> <laughs> I hide behind. This is a really <laughs> small person. <laughs> is it a child? <laughs> Have you escaped an orphanage? What are you doing out in the woods? Uh, I'm going to bonus action hide. <laughs> dip. Just, just dip behind a tree. <laughs> Christopher, where the, f- where did it go? Um, it was just there. Come out, little one. We mean you no harm. <laughs> and you start seeing these maple spinners come down from the tree above. Cause I'm up there now. Oh, the maple spinners! <laughs> I was like, whoa. I'm trying to think what those are called. There's a good name for it. Anyhow, little helicopters. <clears throat> yeah, you're like seed pods. Yeah, yeah, like helicopter down. And you hear this noise again. It's me having a good time. <laughs> I, I hear the the sounds of nature from this one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a bird. Pip, do you, do you know her language? <laughs> Your pip or my pip? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, little one. Not until you tell me why you're here, <laughs> what your intentions are. Perhaps she's one of the lost children that we're looking for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you lost, child? Not here. I've never been lost. This is where I... <laughs> you're in my woods now. <laughs> oh, dear. We're, we're in this child's woods. We're, we're here looking for some children who have gone missing from Greenmire. I'm looking for these same children. Oh. Oh. 
You're on a quest too? Good. We call it a quest. <laughs> Were you sent by by Bartok? No, I'm sent by the good people of the village Greenmire. <sighs> and then I would like to give them a short rundown of the events of the night previous, which is woke up, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight to the facts. <laughs> I like this one. Mother Straightforward. <laughs> dumping porridge into bowls. No kids to be found. Went mm. down to the river. No kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single one. Not a single kid. Wait, mother was dumping porridge into the bowls for the kids? For the kids Are you the mother? There. Are these your children? <laughs> I'm going to drop from the tree. <laughs> 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 and look indignant on the ground. All right. Maybe not the mother. No. Oh, well, perhaps we could join forces in this quest and and uh, better our chances of finding these children. Who sent you? <laughs> uh, Bartok, uh, Malstorm Keeps General. Big dude. Yeah, big, big guy. guy. Kind you of know, goofy. Hangs out with Cassio. Uh, kind of <laughs> serious. <laughs> Don't know him too well, to be honest. Yeah, it was the first time we met him. <laughs> he seemed all. He seemed all right. Yeah, but we he uh, he uh, hooked us up with Sneed. This is Sneed and Pip. Wait, Sneed's with us, right? No, Sneed. Sneed the Pikeman. Sneed's got a, a big, long, giant spear. He's got a little short sword on his hip, and he's sort of following along with you guys. And Sneed tips his little metal helmet very politely. Yeah, that's Sneed. <laughs> Man, a few words. And the little one's Pip. I mean, you know. And Pip sort of pops out from behind the gigantic body of Olive. And he's this wily little string bean pole of a human being, and he's very awkward. And he sort of looks up and goes, Hello, I'm Pip. <laughs> he's small, but like, not, he's not that small. He's big where it counts. Small and tall. His heart. His heart, yeah. His heart. <laughs> yes, he has an enlarged heart. It's a problem. <laughs> big chicken hearts. <laughs> Pip sort of ducks back. Sneed's kind of looking around and goes, we might as well move along, right? You're welcome to join us. We're just headed to Greenmire. Yeah, you want to count? Sure. You guys can call me Coot. I'm Coot. very serious about this. Coot. Coot? <laughs> nice to meet you. Face. Well, you can see of my face, which is probably just this. The lower half. Oh, do you have like a little ghillie mask on? Oh, I still got my hood up. Oh, okay. My name is Christopher, Christopher Young Husband, and uh, this is this is my my fast friend Olive. It's been fast. We just met yesterday. You guys seem like an amiable bunch, I have to say. Well, yeah, we were. <laughs> the threat fast level friends. was up here, now it's down here. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out we both have an appreciation for exposing ourselves to the sun. <laughs> uh, we do like to sun ourselves. That's true. <laughs> the light of. Uh, Coot's going to break Blow. you up right there and be That's like, Paylor. all right, Paylor. right this way. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow behind. Because the chicken's leading the way, right? The chicken? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, technically, yeah. It's the chicken's <laughs> out front. He's, yeah, he's like poking out of my beard. <laughs> so, yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I keep going. Shaking my, shaking my charms. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm also going. <laughs> Do you want to jangle your own charms? You're um, to. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like, uh, so, Coot, um, have you heard the good word of the light of Paylor and his son? Uh, the sun, you know, and I point to the sky. Coot <laughs> gives you the side eye and just continues on. <laughs> so it's probably another few hours that you're walking towards Greenmire. I assume you don't have a wagon or horses as far as I remember. So no, we're we're hoofing it. You're hoofing it. Perfect. And you didn't take Charles Bronison with you. Um the blacksmith? Just for no. the name alone and my bad joke. Um but I love Charles Bronison and I hope that we meet again. <laughs> oh you will. Good. I will not stop working that character in. He's, he's the blacksmith. He's a centaur. He's a yeah. centaur. Yeah. But you've not seen his lower half yet. You've just seen him. <laughs> so he just looks like a very, very modest centaur. A very modest centaur. Yeah. Uh, really, it's because I want the perversion of him having six arms instead of four legs. God, so we just assume he's a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> he just gives off that vibe. Yeah. Well, he's got all four it limbs like on hay. the ground. <laughs> It's just their hands, not hooves. Oh, oh my gosh. god! Well, I look. I wanted this abusive centaur that was horse on top that you guys wouldn't let me have. <laughs> but I know this character. He probably hasn't left Maelstrom Keep for quite a while, and then he would be a very strange thing to see because they're pretty much nomadic tribes, and you would not find his people here. He has somehow otherwise ended up on the cheerless. He Isle. just showed up. Just floated, up, floated on over. Put him on the boat Do you want me to write him a backstory hands. right now? No, 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 no. Here we go. <laughs> just joking. Charlie Bronson ended I up... I didn't even mean it like that. I'm ready. I can make one up. I'm ready. No, 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 no. Let's move on. Okay. Or whatever you want to do. Sorry. Coot sees that the chicken is... We've reached a fork in the road, and I just steer the chicken. <laughs> I guess I steer the body of Oliver towards the right. Which is the right way. <laughs> that is the right way. Hey, you haven't seen this map. How do you know? Oh, because uh, you live here. Ah. Okay. Um, as you kind of are cresting this hill, you see the town of Greenmire laid out before you, and you, you notice that the town itself is, is pretty much really closely packed in together, but you notice there's a handful of farms kind of scattered around, and you can see... Well, you can't, dear listeners, because I'm holding a map up, which doesn't help you at all. Um, you would be able to see that there's a, a variety of farms that kind of dot this very fertile area where the river is running through, and in kind of the center area is the actual town of Greenmire. And as you guys kind of crest down, you would notice that there is a character standing kind of at this fork in the road. Leaning up against the signpost, you know, whittling something piece of grass in his mouth. Coot just gives a heavy sigh. <laughs> this guy looks cool, Grass. He does have an air of confidence about him. <laughs> He's kind of edgy. <laughs> Perhaps we should introduce ourselves. <laughs> see if we can make a new friend. <laughs> hey, friend! Doesn't say anything, kind of stops what he's doing and pans up, looks at you, looks at Pip, gets back to his whittling. What brings you uh, to the fork in the road here? We're on a quest. This guy's really cool. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a quest myself. A quest? Looking for my pony. Looks like this. Holds up his little carving. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Seen any tracks up there in the road or a spotted horse? Oh, I, I haven't seen a, a horse since we left 
Maelstrom Keep. Yeah, is this top half human? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's all pony. Oh, it's all pony. Pure pony. Haven't seen it. Nope. Uh, Afraid not, friend. Um, uh, We're on the lookout for some children. Perhaps you you know of the the missing kids from around here. I got lots of missing kids, but... No, I haven't seen any. (laughs) I have heard word, though. People have been leaving town looking for them. Asking me questions about it. The children truly are missing. Oh, the hound. The, hell the hounds of hell. <laughs> um. Well, I'm Lorello. Lorello, uh, pleasure to meet you. My name is uh, Christopher, Christopher Young Husband. Uh, pastor of uh, the, the Church of Paylor. A man with titles. The, um, all, Olive, Olive, uh... They call me Olive. Uh, he's a little nervous. In front of him. <laughs> By the way, this I'm like 5'4". Yeah, he's still super nervous. <laughs> and you see Pip sort of pop out, and that's Pip the human. I'm going to write Pip out. I'm getting sick of this. You keep Pip. <laughs> Pip the human ducks out, and you just seem to say, Another child gone missing! <laughs> we could we could rename my chicken Peep. Yeah. No. Peep and Pip. Mm. No, Pip only exists because we were short-handed. Uh, maybe All Pip 2 right. is Peep. The peeps. Okay, we're gonna name Peep the human, Pip the chicken. <laughs> Done. Wait, From now on, Peep is the person. Peep is Pip the chick. Pip the chick. Peep okay. the human. Peep the people. Well, yeah. Anyways, my name's Olive. Um, <laughs> this is my cousin, Pip. Uh, and this is actually our new friend. Uh, what was your name again? Sorry, I got a bad memory. <laughs> Again, I'm directly behind you. (laughs) (laughs) We've met. Presumably. (laughs) I've seen this one before. Oh, you know? Has he seen me? (laughs) Wait. What? You know of this Lorello here? Yeah, he's known for his whittling. (laughs) Whittles for the... Skills that we will need. I leave leave him around on blankets sometimes. I've seen you at the farmer's market. People give me coin for him. Fantasy uh, farmer's market. He's a farmer's market. There's a farmer's market. <laughs> Take note, DM. We think those farmers do on Saturday. Saturdays and Sundays. Ooh. Whoa. Unfortunately, it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I do some hunting in these parts and spend some time in town. Nice to see you, Coop. <laughs> Don't have a hat to tip, but... A cowboy hat appears on your head as you make that gesture. <laughs> you see a little finger gun come out of the half cape. Um, so you're both locals. You would you would maybe know if um, missing people was a common occurrence of this land. Uh, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that common, or is this uh, not for free? No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> not for free. <laughs> Sneed raises an eyebrow. <laughs> You're all suspicious of you now. <laughs> Sneed, what do you what do you think of this guy? <laughs> I've seen people that make people disappear for money, and he's got that look about him. Look. Yeah, he does look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sneed raises his other eyebrow. <laughs> now he looks surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Coot shares that, you know, Greenmire is a fairly quiet place with many children, so the fact that they're now gone is noticeable. And it happened all in just one night. Mm. The doors were locked. 
Windows closed. Kids were locked in. Well, They're all safe. No, you know, I just want to walk that back. <laughs> <laughs> the chained in their house. It's normal out here. <laughs> okay, so you guys are basically descending towards the town, and it, it's getting to be about dusk, and you start to notice the town itself has kind of this, like, perimeter of torches that have been clearly put out there at some point, and they ring the town itself. Center of town, great big bonfire is just burning. Uh, weirdly, though, you don't really see anyone in the town. You see a handful of kind of, well, clearly people, but wandering kind of the perimeter and just kind of checking out the perimeter and, and patrolling around. But otherwise, the town is very quiet for it just being dusk. Giant bonfire, but you said not very many people around. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a massive fire in basically the center of town. So there's a lot of light. You can see that all of the houses must be having, you know, the fireplace full because there's smoke coming out. But you also notice, you know, clearly this giant bonfire in the center of town is is, would be a very odd. Now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's getting to be about dusk. You're hitting that, like, twilight hour. Uh, but it would still strike you as very odd to see, you know, a 15-foot-tall fire burning in the center of town with nobody really out there uh okay so as a um sorry a wild magic barbarian i have like a magical sensibility mm-hmm. can i pick up a sense that this is like sort of a magical bonfire or is it just a big fucking bonfire chilling just, just a bonfire regular yes i think the town lit us a bonfire <laughs> to welcome us mm. Can I, like, do an investigation check on this fire? Is there anything kind of wacky? Mm. Oh, golly. That's a uh, five. As far as you can tell, it's a fire, and it's big. It's hot? And in the center of town. It might be hot. So no one's around. You said no one's around, but there's absolutely no one around? You see, like, a handful of people patrolling around the edge of town, but in the center of town and kind of down the streets as you're looking down towards town... Uh, you'd expect it to be a much more, like, bustling village. I would understand it to be more bustling, but do I see anyone I know, like a authority figure or a shopkeep, perhaps? You're not quite in town yet. Okay. Do you want to walk to town? Oh, we're walking. You're you're basically coming up, like crested a hill, yeah. looking down. Okay. Town's laid out in front of you. You see the river coming down from the mountains and wrapping around. If you were to look back to your left, you'd see the two guardian towers and the bridge. It's just there, not that far from Greenmire. Um, you're basically just across this fork right there, though. And so you're heading from there, you're walking down into town. You'd still have a few farms, but town itself lays before you. There's a couple roads on the other side of town leading out. No? no one way that we can see? Uh, basically, town beyond town, you'd, you'd be seeing that the river kind of wraps around town and into the hills. Okay. Uh, well, perhaps we should uh, uh, secure ourselves some lodging for the evening. It's uh, the sun is he sets. <laughs> As I s- stare open eyes at the last rays of the sun. <laughs> ah, and I open my shirt. He, my chest. he does so this, and I do too. Eye damage from your staring at the sun. <laughs> uh, no, my, yeah, my eye, my eyes are always fine. In fact, they <laughs> they glow. 
um, uh. to match the ray, the colors of the rays of the sun. I just stare into your eyes as you do that. <laughs> you will take. I damage. see the light. <laughs> Lorello hasn't made eye contact with anyone since he first looked up. God, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining so cool. you've got like le- you're wearing leather boots, but they have like kind of a little bit of like a heel, There's like a, little a cowboy bit of, boot. Yeah, so maybe I'm like 5'5". Five five, yeah. You know, in the so boots. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you brought those up because I was gonna. It just feels so appropriate. <laughs> and spurs, of course, right? Mm. No metal. No metal, though. Mm. Bone spurs. Bone, Bone spurs. <laughs> so they spin, but they don't make that like... Sounds like, like I got a bag of dice tied to my feet. <laughs> Not like whittled spurs. <laughs> Call my spurs whittle? You like whittle your spurs? Uh, wooden spurs? I love that idea. Okay, um, as you get to town, we're just going to say that you guys continue walking on. As you get to like the actual town's mm-hmm. perimeter, you basically see these guards who are kind of like patrolling around. They don't, I mean, they're not in like formal gear. They're not wearing uniforms. You can clearly tell that they would be villagers from this town. But they're clearly, you know, walking this perimeter. As they see you guys approaching, you hear kind of this shrill whistle, and you immediately see kind of doors start shuttering, everything's starting to close shop, you see people kind of pulling the blinds closed real quick, and it's pretty clear that they're really skittish of you guys walking into town, even just six of you. So everybody's just running into their homes. The guards are still there, right? Guards are blowing the whistle. You see a few of them, like, bolt. But on the whole, like, I mean, they're not armed well. These are farmers. They've got, you know, pitchforks and mm. maybe a homemade spear. Mm-hmm. Or spear gun. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Technology. Sorry, watch too many shark movies. No <laughs> spear guns. Um, so, okay, as this happens, you now see this man come kind of running out from the center of town, and you see him basically pulling his robe this way and that way. His hair's all askew. You would both... Coot and Lorello, you'd both know that this is the mayor. But he clearly looks like he woke up from sleep, or at least from lounging, and you see him trying to pull his official robes on, but he's clearly running up to you, very disheveled, like, but you'd both know who this is. Stand down, Mayor. You're too cool to talk to them. That's right. I mean, I, I I just wrote down anti-authority like two minutes ago. <laughs> but we wouldn't know who this was, right? You guys would have no idea who this I'm going to grab my axe and just hold it. I'm just letting this happen. Somebody's running towards us, and I'm like, I'm just kind of like taking a stance. I mean, he's an older man with like white hair. This flapping, this robe's basically flapping behind him, and it looks like he's literally trying to like tie it while running towards you. Okay. Now, now, Olive, at least let the man robe himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you probably know, know best. You would absolutely know his name. His name is Mayor Thomas Ernest. Ernest. Thomas Ernest. Ernest Tom. Ernest Tom. And he appears scared stupid. Um, I would consider myself... Uh, I just got this. <laughs> right, I can't help but dot all these weird references. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I missed it. Ernest, Ernest Scared Stupid is the Halloween. Oh. <laughs> you said he's scared stupid. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. I just <laughs> shot oh, right over this. A few more of these jokes tucked up my sleeve. Perfect. <laughs> Little nougats. So, uh, Coot would be like, you know, very social in the town, but I feel like the mayor and I would know each other, and I'm so I'm going to kind of elbow my way through this ragtag group, Pip. 
you just like walk between my legs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How tall are you? Four? Three foot five. Three foot five. Sick. Okay. Wow. Without that heels. is a small one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do I write my heel height on my character sheet? <laughs> yes. This is how I'm going to play Equipment. this. I am going to roll between Oliver's legs and kind of do like a little pop up. Can't get an acrobatic. <laughs> We'd roll me an acrobatics check. Yo. Pop up right into his nuts. Don't get tangled in my kilt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you should have specified. Uh, he wears a kilt with nothing below. Y'all were wearing. <laughs> Definitely not. All right, I want to bust Gotta out. Gotta let the sun in. You wear sandals, too? Like, <laughs> what's that? Sandals? The footwear? I, no, I think I'm barefoot. Okay. Yeah. Athletics? Like, not in a dumb hippie way, but like. <laughs> like in a kilt way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, no, you, you basically, like, flawlessly. Do this perfect somersault tumble and then spring up afterwards, and you perfectly land on your feet. Whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And my intention is to put uh, Ernest at ease. Because let's just say when I'm at the farmer's market, I have a little hat out and I'm gambling around and flips. And Are you a busker? Yeah, busker. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. So hopefully he'll just recognize me by me flaring out there. <laughs> Little jazz hands at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest absolutely recognizes I'm who to you are. The situation. <laughs> but you kind of get the idea that Ernest isn't like super keen on you being here and bringing strangers. And on top of it, you also brought Lorello with you. <laughs> and he is not exactly loved in town. Appreciated, but not loved. I'm a folk hero, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tempt me, you will have a banjo faster than you will know. Uh, Mayor Ernest Thomas, good day. Uh, (laughs) I have brought help. I see that, but who are all of these people? Let's pip, then peep. I kind of am doing my little finger guns. I love that you introduced my bird first. <laughs> I mean, it's just part. kind of like explaining what's going on there. Kutnajara <laughs> is drawn to the bird. Like, clearly this is the leader of the party. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't understand why you're here, and you're so well armed. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Ernest, we were sent here by by Bartok and um, and his, his liege Cassio to... Uh, uh, help help track down these missing children, and we're also in on the hunt for a missing pony. <laughs> Perhaps you uh, don't care. Oh no, I'm switching to British accents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about a pony. It's not as important. We lost all of our children in just a single night. No doors touched, no windows open. Everyone just woke, and they were gone. Have you checked under the beds and in the closets? He sort of puts his hand on his hip, and he's kind of. You certainly cannot think we're that stupid. We're not that much of country bumpkins. Oh, I am. So you have looked? No, of course not. But why would they be there, of all places? (laughs) So they seem to be officially missing, then. Uh, Most certainly. We sent to Captain Bartok, or Commander Bartok, whatever his name is these days. He doesn't deal with us very often. Not enough men, of course. We sent word days ago... Well, that can't be possible. It was only a day ago. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He told us he couldn't make it. You must be the people he sent. Uh, that's right. And you see he's very a fidgety person. He's very much me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sweaty, too. It's making all of a little nervous. 
Oh, no, no, come, come, put that axe away. There's no need for that. We're friends here. Come, come, into the light, out of the darkness. I'm just, like, Please. equipping <sighs> one of my charms, and it's a whetstone, and I'm just <laughs> sharpening May my I axe. Can, I kind of just throw my little body in front of this big guy. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Mayor uh, Ernest Thomas, I have vetted these folks. It's Thomas Ernest, but sure. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Oh, I've personally polite. vetted <laughs> <laughs> this crew, following them from uh, Maelstrom. <laughs> Keep. Maelstrom Keep. We do As have I a. I was on my way there, having heard about these children, when I stopped by my papa's house to check in. And you, Lorello, you're here for what? Looking for my little Smokey. <gasps> I assume that's your horse. Yeah, I went up to the sweet grass where she liked to graze, but she wasn't there. Do you also want to look under the beds for her? She wouldn't fit under a bed. And your children ain't there either. I appreciate your wisdom. Mayor, as I have not been in town for a couple of days, uh, Mayor Thomas Ernest, has there been any other strangers in town? Beyond you, no. And you're not all that strange. <laughs> These two... Who just taken a back? <laughs> the rolls back between all of her legs. The strange, sickly child and the man with the spear I've never seen before. Nor the priest or the, the half-naked man. Well, yes, let us uh, go to your residence or great hall. You're <laughs> not <laughs> welcome in my house. <laughs> we can meet at the inn. I don't have a problem with that. Also, am I doing your accent on accident? No, it's fine. Oh, God, I totally <laughs> co-opted just, just no, you're the first voice. I'm just sort of just doing a Clark accent. You're fine. <laughs> uh, Miss Clark. <laughs> okay, so basically he's going to be, he'll walk you down. But as you walk, you notice, you see all the, like, tents peeking through their blinds. The curtains are just ever so slightly pulled. But every time you glance one way or the other, you see them immediately just pulled close. What? You can see these people are pretty, like, spooked. Well, As I see that, I'm trying to wave at them. <laughs> and they like shut. I'm just like, my feelings are a little. What I know, folks are always on the edge, like unwelcoming. This is an uneasy amount of like shading. Not shadiness, that's a bad word. Uh, they seem incredibly paranoid, which is not their usual way. I mean, they're pretty protected up this river, they're on the opposite side from pretty much anything. They're very sheltered, so they've been a pretty like happy-go-lucky village. Yeah, I would feel like that would be my experience and having come to this place, returned to this place, because let's say I, I just live outside of town. Um, I'm finding it disconcerting folks are so much on edge. Like, what else has happened besides kids disappearing? And you see the mayor sort of, like, puts his hand in there. He's like, don't mind them. It's, of course, quite upsetting for all of us. We've, I mean, all the children disappearing in a single night. You can't expect them to be relaxed, and I am not either. So no one's secretly relieved. <laughs> There's no children. Maybe the Blackhurst family. They've Ooh. never really liked their kids, but I can't imagine that they'd want to get rid of them. Chris. Chris, I think it was the mayor. Hmm. Um. <laughs> when Olive whispers that to me, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to do an insight check on... On the mayor. Um, I don't trust this guy. Uh, uh, to try and gauge his um, his earnesty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rolled really good. 22. You can tell that the mayor is being up front. He's very much like a used 
wagon salesman, <laughs> like in personality, but he's not. He's not at all trying to, like, deceive you. Yeah. He's Do you just, think I'm misreading the situation, I, Chris? I, I think you might be misreading the the situation. It's, uh, Mr. Ernest seems quite earnest about this whole kid-missing situation. All right, if you say so, Chris. He just goes back to sharpening his <laughs> axe <laughs> as they're walking. Koot uh, turns back. Are we at the end yet? You'd be getting close to, like, the square. The main square has the inn. You've got kind of town hall, and then the rest of this has all been, like, shops around the main square. But it's all, like, dirt roads. Like, this is not not a city. It's not cobblestone, but very much... You know, you can see it's a very well-worn square, and there you see the inn on the other side, and still in the center of the square is this massive bonfire. What was the name of the family? You like totally name dropped Blackhurst. 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 Uh, so I'm gonna ask the mayor where the the sheriff in these parts is. Sheriff. Commander Bartok is our sheriff. Ooh. He. We don't really have a local constabulary, Harry. Whoa, I did not need to run. I suppose mm-hmm. that makes us the sheriff. Bartok sent us? <laughs> yeah, we've deputized. Yeah, we're deputized for sure. <laughs> Do you have paperwork that signifies as much? Um, I've only the paperwork bestowed upon me by my god, and I will pull out the, um, my copy of uh, The Light of Paylor. He seems very uninterested. This is the only paperwork I need. All right, well... But if you were sent here by Bartok, he certainly must have given you papers that you have come on his behalf. Yeah, we have a list of references. <laughs> um, I I look I look to Sneed, who seems to be the most organized amongst yeah, us. Yeah, Sneed! He's basically pulling this little scroll out of his inside jacket pocket and unrolling his... This is most likely what you're looking for. I'm going to steal your accent next. Yeah. <laughs> The Thank mayor God Sneed's here. Unrolls it. And he looked and he's like, oh, you certainly have been sent here by Bartok. And I don't know that he calls you deputies, but you're certainly the only people we have to help us. And certainly you're welcome. Please come, come to the inn. And he waves you on. And don't mind. I know, I know. It must be strange to see a 16. He wouldn't know that. To see such a giant fire. But what we realized is there's more power in this darkness than we thought. You can't lose all the children in a city overnight. So we've burned this pyre since then, and we've ringed the town with torches. Mm. It seems to at least, if nothing else, keep the darkness at bay. It's a great fire. Perhaps the light will be the lamp the children need to guide them home. (laughs) 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 Thank you for that. I assume you must be one of the children of Pelor, is it? Yes. Yes, Paylor is the light that guides me, and his son, who has given the ultimate sacrifice. Can I roll to see if this is a fanatic? <laughs> yeah, you want to investigate, check, yeah, roll for on that. Christopher? <laughs> on, on me? Christopher, house husband, or... I'm going to let you set your own... <laughs> you set your own DC for this one. Sure. It's right. not high. <laughs> All right. Five. <laughs> Um, I guess you would you would see that Christopher um, he's donned in the 
the, the priestly vestments of, of Pelor and he glows brightly. Um, yeah, I mean, he seems pretty devout, for sure. <laughs> uh, can I invite you, Mayor, to join us in the inn for a drink? Most certainly, I assume you're treating me, then. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, I'm gonna put my hat out. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. I have a hat in my backpack. <laughs> so I'm wearing a hood. <laughs> so put it on the ground, it's a top hat. Do you want to play in the inn? Yeah. Um, first round's on me, fellas. <laughs> and I start gambling around. Flips, kick flips, cartwheels. Will you give me a performance check? <clears throat> Throughout the inn. Mm -hmm. Inside the inn. What would I add to that? Or is it nothing? Oh. Uh, that's a uh, 14. You'd certainly have probably gained enough coppers and silvers that you could at least buy everyone like a round of ale. <laughs> Are you just like like doing a bunch of sweet shit in the bar? Like doing flips and stuff? Just doing little flips and uh, do my little like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Pip is oh. like never seen something like this. <laughs> Along with you. <laughs> to the beat. Yeah, I've never seen see Pip so open. excited. And like bird call, bird call. <laughs> that bird call from the woods uh, emits from me. And then I do a front flip onto the bar. <laughs> I'm gonna make you roll acrobatics for that too. <laughs> That's uh <clears throat> um sixteen. You pretty definitely are able to do this flip onto the table. You guys are surprised by the amount of jazz hands you see. <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott, have you seen how much jazz hands coming out of that little one? She's an entertainer. Um, Thoroughly. I plunk down a big old flagon in front of the mayor, and I'm, I'm trying to get some more information about the night of... You basically watch the mayor just tip this mug up. And Is he still in a robe? Yeah, I mean, he's basically wearing his, like, royal vestments oh. and then his nightgown. I was going to say, like, they require pants it. in this establishment, <laughs> sir. Does he have his little sleepy hat on? Oh, yeah. absolutely. We're thinking, like, uh, Scrooge from... Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's where I'm the at. sleepy hat, <laughs> nightgown, and then it's like, very official-looking royal robe that he's sort of, like, loosely tied clothes. Quilted. Yeah, yeah, but it's, like, loosely tied clothes and... You know, he awkwardly is crossing his legs. Just a little what's bit of ground the... beef. Oh, look at that beef. Um, what's, <laughs> what's it called when you get like a half beer? Is it just called a half beer? Can I have a half beer too? And I. A little scooty? Uh, a little scooty. Yeah, maybe a, sco a schooner. <laughs> schooner? Kind of a little yeah. schooner for Coop. And I uh, flick a little copper to the, the, the wench behind the bar. <laughs> she doesn't even look up, she just reaches up and just catches this coin out of the air. And just immediately slides a half beer to you, and also I known as a schooner. I'm gonna I'm gonna go sit up at the bar, in earshot of the conversation, and order myself another drink, get a bottle. Oh, you want the bottle? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the leave the bottle line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to take it. The wench clearly puts it down in front of you, tilts it into the glass, put down a, immediately starts to take down it the away. Payment. Leave the bottle. For you, cancer, no doubt. <laughs> what does that run me? 150 silver. No. And she says it with a very cheeky attitude and a wink. I don't have that much silver. 
What? How much money you, are you going to make again? Lorella, you can tell she's very clearly just being coy with just you. Just put it on my tab. <laughs> she puts a sticky note on the mirror. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say very loudly. Um, <laughs> and then I'm addressing the mayor like, so tell us what happened the night. What happened the night before? What was the... I want to imply there's like an event that happened. Well, you see, that's the strangest part of it. There wasn't anything so special about this night. It was, I suppose, a a bit cloudy. (laughs) I don't know if that counts for much. It was the 28th. Do months work the same? Oh, that's up to you. Fantasy months. (laughs) 13, 28 day long months. Yes, and one spare week of everyone gets time off. Perfect, Oi. it's the dream. Perfect, yeah. The math just makes sense. <laughs> um, Olive's gonna order a beer for... Chris, you, you want one? I it's did on order, me, friend. I ordered... Oh, you I got everybody one? Oh, okay. Well, Olive the pulls out... of my little jazz hand. He pulls out one of the hand. charms, and it's just like a little thimble, and he, like, f- fills it up for Pit. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Koot is so charmed <laughs> how courteous you are to this, um, this little chicken. Is Chris, this a hen or a cock? It's just like a little, like, small chick. Oh, shit. Gender. Even more charmed. What about a gender? It's like a little Guinness. You sexy for the chicken? Bird. Yeah. yeah. Do you beak it? Gender it? It was. I. Uh, it's a boy. It's tough to tell when they're that small. Yeah. I mean, my cousin was a boy a before he was turned into a chick. Who, you know, a lot can change when you, you know, become into an animal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not going to, yeah, I'll let him decide. <laughs> when the time's right. Yeah. Absolutely. The mayor uh, base. Oh. Can I see if anyone else is listening? Because I'm assuming there's some people in the bar. In the there's some. Bar. It's not overly packed. I would say that most people are are going to be tucked away in home, but you'd see that there's enough of the regulars. Like an uptown pub on a Thursday night around 10.30pm <laughs> if you've ever been there. Um, then Tuesday. Is anyone... Uptown uh, Pensacola. Uptown Pensacola. Pensacola. <laughs> is anyone like kind of... Obviously, we've kind of made a hopefully a little splash coming in the door. Is anyone paying attention to our conversation? Like, can Do I see if one's perking up? Perception check. Today? Yo. That might be something I'm into as well. Look at that. Natural That's a nat 20. 20. Mm. You one. notice the, the two guys sitting at the bar, one has his head down on the bar, the other's pretty slumped over, but clearly still has enough strength to lift the mug just enough to his mouth. Everyone that's here at this point, it seems pretty well smashed. You would basically have it to yourself, but on top of it, no one's really going to bother the mayor as much as he's a tiny man with a, a big ego complex for himself. Uh, he would be pretty much left alone. He is the only authority to this okay. town. I'm just, uh, hmm. well, you know, I think I've done all I can here. <laughs> I'm going to continue. Those hounds. Yes, those hounds. <laughs> can I do a perception check and see if the hounds are barking at anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for clues. That's a big... 11. I didn't notice anything, but there is an Amazonian that delivers packages here occasionally <laughs> and certainly has upset the local dogs. 
It's a prime way of moving packages from one oh, way to dude. another. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> so, Mayor Ernest, what could you tell me about the Blackhurst family? Oh, I heard you mention them earlier. I'm kind of uh, curious. Certainly. They, they live on the edge of town. They've got the largest farm. It's them. It's them who? <laughs> they got the kids. Edge of town. Their kid is also missing. Oh. The perfect cover. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it seems that you're all detectives. Four detectives. <laughs> I didn't know, Lorello, you were into this. You seem to still be searching for a horse. Uh, my horse is missing. Back. I turn around. Don't, just my head. My horse is missing. Maybe it's with them kids. <laughs> it certainly could be. You sure didn't just wander off. She's never done that to me. A strange horse. Perhaps with the kids, like you've said. I don't really trust Loretto. He's a, a bit of a drifter and comes and goes. I mean, he's just looking for his horse, man. Have you ever seen him with a horse? I just met him, and he's really cool. So chill out, dude. I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> Fuck! He is Fuck. pretty cool. I've never seen this horse. He's just worried about it. His horse was horse napped. I don't think he has a horse. I've been stuck here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> this bit's like months old now. <laughs> <laughs> well, even those who can't see the light cast their own shadow. He has a horse. Whether it's in his heart or... Lost in a field. It's out there somewhere. Right? To have faith such as yourself seems like such a sure thing. A blessing and a burden. I can see that. Ernest, you need to let more people in, man. We just lost all of our children in a single night, and you're telling me to just hang cool. <laughs> yeah. You got any clues there, Mayor? <laughs> that I do! Uh, Lorello again. A perfect comment. Unexpected. Well done. Here's the thing. <laughs> you came... Visibly, visibly deflates. <laughs> Should have led with that. <laughs> oh no, no, Coot. Coot's just you trying to make some friends. <laughs> One over the top. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my real life. <laughs> well, you've come from the southern route, right? You certainly must have come that way. You would have known if you'd crossed at the Guardians, the bridge across the river. Did you come from the southern route? We did. Mm -hmm. Then you must have seen... There were guards, there are people there. It's, it's traveled well enough. No, no one saw anything. And no tracks. You'd expect tracks. I mean, these children wouldn't have left willingly, maybe stashed in a wagon or something else. But you didn't see any heavy tracks in the road. I'm assuming. Well, uh, we didn't quite look. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was just trying to like keep the bears away. I wasn't really looking. Uh, did anybody else maybe happen to take a look at the road? Well, see, can uh... you say as I left my papa's house with the intention of trying to track down some children that I was kind of looking around. I can do a little retro roll. Yeah, let's do a retro roll. Perception. Ooh. Yeah, that's a uh, 18. 
You still wouldn't have seen any tracks. Oh, okay. And the thing is, nobody crossed at the Guardians. It's a manned set of towers. People would have been watching there. The thing is, the only other options are east, which is mountains and cliffs, or west. And the only other place I can think is... There's a small, thin part of the river headed westward out of town where m- maybe you could ford the river, but not children. They wouldn't have been able to walk in that water, which means there would have been a sizable host that would have carried them off. Hmm. Oh. Seems to me we should be checking the mountains or this river crossing for further clues. Well, you said everyone was locked in, right? The doors were still locked and barred, windows still closed. It, as far as we knew, no, no thing was astray beyond empty beds. You check the chimneys and the floorboards? No, that seems a little macabre for our rather peaceful village. Are you thinking they stuff them in the chimneys? And pull them out that way. Maybe you got a mole. Catch my drift? This kind of mole. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I suppose it'd be rather large to have managed to grab such a many children. Such a many children? <laughs> Keeping it. Such a many children? <laughs> such a. Uh, Mayor, is. Uh, I'm gonna, I'd like to drop the name of Charlotte, who I would say is a young person. Is she still around? I'm sure. My intention is to gauge like what age set is gone. It seems everyone under their sixteenth summer seems Mm. to have disappeared in the night. Not the tweens. Uh, Most certainly the tweens, (laughs) the worst of the bunch. I ain't gonna punch you on that. Okay. Um, what uh, Coot would like to do, and she looks around for new companions, is that I would like to go to. Charlotte's house and try to do an investigation there. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer to wait till the morning? It is a little odd in the middle of the night to be knocking on doors. In this bit it was urgent? Dusk. It's urgent enough, but. Yeah, it's, Mayor, it's, what the. You know, it's 4 p.m., it's winter. <laughs> <laughs> dusk is different here on this <laughs> latitude or longitude, since I forget which is which. <laughs> Um, and Mercator projections don't exist yet. As far as I know. Yeah, I mean, do you guys want to get a room? Are you guys tired? Or no, what? no, you won't be renting a room. You'll stay on us for free. Oh, well. You are helping us. I would say, if you don't mind, first thing, if you choose to do your investigations, by all means, please, please, but I might recommend searching around the perimeter of the town as well. We've not found tracks, but... We are not hunters or seekers or any of the sort. We are farmers. Olive is already, like, falling asleep at the bar. No, that's a good idea, Mayor. We'll just put it on the tab and get to work. Oh, yes, Lorello, your tab. It's quite long. You can just see that piece of paper just unfold, and it's just several feet long. Like an accordion. (laughs) I'm sure you'll pay us what is owed eventually. It's not like you can get out of here without your horse. Well, I ain't gonna whittle you no wooden nickels, so. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Perhaps a hot meal and a long rest? (laughs) For asking me, 
I have oh. my own house. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm just merely in, including you for, you know, politeness. You see him pull his robe a little bit closer. He ties it up and goes, I'll leave you to it, but please, first thing, get looking and remember to stay within the torchlight if you were to venture out tonight. Sort of sneaks out. Into the night. It's pretty bright out there. Lorello's taking his boots off. He's at the bar. He's kind of rubbing his feet. These dogs are barking. Maybe we should make a plan and figure out our next step. I agree. So we get a table, fellas? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. And I turn to the wench, Barkeep, whose name is Dolly. Parton. <laughs> Dolly Proton? Is that what I heard? Dolly Parton. Oh, okay. Dolly. No like, relation to musical uh, sensation Dolly Parton. And I, I turn to Dolly and I was like, and I say, I would like some of that famous casserole of yours, local regional dish. You got it, honey. For the table. She see her duck into the back. And take them in oh, for the whole table. Well, these my fellow my dusty traveling friends are. Bring the whole casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out with a, a very clearly a I'm not gonna say a glass Pyrex dish. That was the first thing that came to mind. But it's a Frito pie, right? <laughs> it's called El Frito pie. But yes. <laughs> They bring an El Frito pie out, of course heated perfectly, and it's been cut into six separate sections. I take a corner piece. As the best piece. That is the best piece. Recognize. Oh, crispy piece. Smart. Peep's happy to just get whatever piece he's given. Peep? Peep Peep the person. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Peep for people. I'm gonna kill Peep, man. <laughs> Sorry, I make this. You know me in names. <laughs> <laughs> They're like at the kitty table. <laughs> Peep and Sneed would be at the kitty table. Yeah. Yeah. And Sneed's a grown man. Yeah. He's probably older than all of you. He was a four top. I'm at the bar. You know, he's probably fine with it. So, if her, away with us for a little bit. Frito pies, I'm gonna turn to Oliver Twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Olive is still like super impressed at your size. Just like Yeah. There's I'm in a booster chair. <laughs> <laughs> the children are all gone, so you know I give a little brush off. <laughs> well it seems like there's like two ways to go, right guys? Like mountains or water. What do you guys think? Flip a coin? I think the mayor's idea of checking the perimeter of the town out. Yeah, would be a good idea. Maybe we find some clues that lead us to one of them places. Is anyone feeling like going for a little evening walk, though? I think so. Nice night. Yes, perhaps. Yes, let's let us go now. Uh, well, we still have a few rays of. I guess it's dark now, but we can bring our own light. <laughs> you said you had some sort of magical perception. Oliver? Uh, I, I used it. Oh, it's like once, once a, a day. <laughs> it's like once a short or longer rest. I can oh, see if there's like Ooh, a... Oh, is it part of your wild magic? Yeah. I can see if there's like a cool. magical presence. You're a magic right. folk, huh? Not really. I mean, it's just like a sick table that I get to roll every time I go into a rage. Um, we're using a sorcerer's yeah. section for you. Yeah. We gotta get you all 50 options, not eight. Mm. Jeez. Totally. Yeah. Uh, um, it's gonna be cool. Quick break. Quick break. 